Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the Morning Five for Monday, October 24th, 2022. And as always, it's brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. All right, so can I interest you in National Bologna Day? Yes. I <laughs> love bologna. Love it. And I get made fun of. I'll tell you a story. So we uh, back when I was still a contractor with Akamai, I went up to New Jersey uh, a long time ago, like ten years ago or something like that. And when you go travel for Akamai, you get a stipend. You get a you get a daily lunch or you know daily food stipend. It's like um, seventy five dollars a day if you're per diem, I think. So we used it to go buy groceries. We went and bought groceries, and everybody's buying. You know, Akamai's paying for it, so everybody's buying like steaks and you know all this expensive, nice stuff, lobster, you know, wings, all right. this stuff. I bought a bottle of mustard. Two loaves of bread and two things of bologna, and that is what I had for lunch uh, and sometimes dinner for almost a month up in New Jersey when I was working for Rockamai. I love bologna; it's it's my favorite lunch meat, and everybody makes fun of me for it, but I love it. I I, I love bologna. There's nothing wrong with bologna. I love bologna too. Yeah, it's good. Fried bologna too, fantastic, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, big bologna fan. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's also National Jamaican Jerk Day. That's a great seasoning on chicken, man. I love Jamaican jerk chicken. Maybe with a little pineapple, like a little grilled pineapple on top. Big fan yeah. of Jamaican jerk chicken. Mm-hmm. It's both. Both of these days are really good today. Um, yeah, yeah, I can get behind both of these, man. Bologna and Jamaican. I, I've never had anything other than Jamaican jerk chicken. I'm sure. I'm sure that seasoning can go on other stuff, but chicken's the only thing I've ever had it on, and it's it's really good. I enjoy it. Over the weekend, the Hawks went one and one. Uh, they. They won game one Friday night, beat the Magic 108 to 98. Trey Young had 25 points, 13 assists. Don Collins, 23 and 13. Uh, DeJounte Murray, 20 points, 9 assists, 9 rebounds, and 4 steals. I mean, that is exactly the reason we traded for him. Right thousand percent. Yep. It's, it's insane how this is working for us as well. He, he's uh, he's doing Westbrook better than Westbrook's doing Westbrook this year. I yeah. mean, he's Dejounte Murray's a triple double threat every time he touches the court this year, and that's exactly why we got him. He did go with a uh, only a four man bench rotation, which is not good. Not a fan. Not good. I, that's going to change once Bogey gets back, I think. But still, a five man bench. I'd like to see like a seven man rotation, e- even if one or two of those guys only get five to eight minutes a game. A four, dude, a four man bench. That's. That's rough. That is rough. We did move the ball well around on offense, and it, it looked really solid. Uh, beat the Magic 108 to 98. Turn the defense into offense real quick, which is really good to see. Uh, great, great high praise turned uh, into 26 uh, fast points. So, and, and Billy, the the moving the ball around on offense last year, you remember towards the end of the year, we were terrible at that. I mean. Yes. The, the team assists. It was a lot of ISO. It wasn't moving the ball around. It wasn't get everybody getting everybody involved. 
And I feel like the Hawks early on in the season this year are doing a much, much better job of that. Moving the ball around, getting everybody involved, having a motion offense, uh, having more assists than turnovers, which last year seemed to be an issue. Um, and the fast break points, man, DeJounte Murray's perimeter defense is just, it's, it's fantastic. I don't want to say we beat the Magic because of it, but it was a big part of why we did. Uh, so, so great win. Great win to go 2-0, and and we should have beat the Magic. It's one of those games you should have won. Yeah. And then on Sunday, uh, we lost to the Hornets, one twenty six to one hundred nine. We'll get to. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna have clunkers. It's a it's an eighty two game season. You're gonna have clunkers, and and yesterday's game couldn't be described as anything more than a clunker. We had a big lead to start the first quarter off, and then we just kind of went kerplunk. So did you clunkers see the, happen? Did you see the tweet by um, Zach Klein from WSB? about this uh no 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 no. so i was was flipping between so many things on sunday man we had we had nfl football we had hawks playing we had the cbj playing we had nascar going and we had formula one it was one of the biggest sporting days i think of my entire life it was nuts he said i love hawks uh head coach nick milling keeping it 100 after 126 109 loss to charlotte quote we didn't play effing defense, unquote. Thousand percent. Yeah. Yep. 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 Thousand percent. Uh, we didn't play interior defense. It was awful. It, the, the interior defense was some of the worst I think I've ever seen the Hawks play. Starters and bench. Awful, awful interior defense. Perimeter defense was fine. Um, but we couldn't shoot, dude. I, that, that's I me. Mean, it just bowls. We shot 22% from three-point line. And, uh, I mean, that's, the, that's where the Hawks are going to live and die. So... We shoot twenty two percent from three, we're gonna lose. I mean, that's you know sort of simple math there. But yeah, he's he's thousand percent right. Our defense, awful. I mean, they got second chance point after second chance point. I think they got forty offensive rebounds or something like it was, or thirty offensive rebounds. It was crazy, man. Uh, we got we got dominated on the block last night. So that's the reason we lost. Trey Young had twenty eight and nine. Murray had nineteen five and eight. Um, the bad thing is, Mike Capella. Um, Hunter and JC combined for 34 points on 13 of 31 shooting, one of 12 from three. And JC was 0 for seven from three point line. It's it's like right now the three point ball is not working for the Hawks at all. Nope, nope. The first three and, games, and that's sort of what we've built our team around. I think it's changed a little bit with you know getting CC a couple of years ago and now bringing Dejounte Murray, who's a good three point shooter, but that's not his main point of his game. So uh, there's a bit of a shift, but still, if the Hawks, if the three ball is not falling, the Hawks aren't going to win. And right. as, as good as JC looked in the first two games, uh, he looked terrible last night. He looked he looked awful. But um, 82 game season, you're going to have clean, you're going to or 81 game season. 82. 82. I'm, I'm having a brain fart here. Uh, you're going to have clunkers, and, and last night was a clunker. Just don't repeat it. Just don't repeat it. You know, come out. Uh, I don't remember when they play again, but have a better performance. Play better defense. Play better interior defense. The shots are going to fall, man. It's it's early on in the NBA season. They're going to they're gonna get their shot. They're going to start falling. Uh, speaking Wednesday. of fa- Do what? We play Wednesday against the Pistons. Against the Pistons. Uh, that should be a bounce back game. In Detroit. Uh, speaking, speaking of falling, Billy, Falcons fall to the Bengals 35-17 to yesterday. Uh, Bengals were just better, man. At every level, every point, they were just better than the Falcons. And it is what it is. The Falcons are still tied for the lead in the NFC South. So I, you lose. It sucks, but still tied for the lead. Yeah, somehow. And 
this has meant no offense to Matt Ridgeway, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are absolute garbage right now. They're dead. Absolute the garbage. Bucks are dead. I told Matt Ridgeway that three weeks ago, and you know he was he was on board with me that there's something wrong with the Bucks. Um, that's a whole that's a whole conversation in and of itself. There, there's something going on there, man. Yeah, I, as, an, as an offensive lineman, I told you this on Friday. As an offensive lineman, if my quarterback is going to one of his friends' weddings on a Friday before a Sunday game and not not at the facility, missing practice, I'm super pissed off about that. And if you yell at me in the game when you weren't there at practice, buddy, you're getting a cold cock across the face. I don't care if you're a Hall of Fame quarterback. I don't care. I don't care how much money you make. I'm punching you and I'm breaking your jaw. You want to yell at me, you show up to practice. I don't care that you're 40. I don't care that you're a legend. I don't care that you're a Hall of Famer. I don't care that you're a goat. Show up to practice and do your job. Don't yell at me. You okay. show up. You show up. Do you do your job? You can yell at me all you want. I don't care. If you don't show up to practice, buddy. You're getting a broken jaw. Uh, Mariota was eight for 13, 124 yards and one tud, three sacks for 17 yards. Man, Mariota, Mariota was hesitant to throw the ball. He had pretty good t- protection a lot of times when he dropped back, but he just wouldn't throw it into tight coverage. And, and when you're down. You gotta let it fly, man. You you gotta you gotta throw it in there and let either Pitts or London, who are both top ten picks, you gotta trust in them to make a play. Yeah. And right now, it doesn't seem like Mariota has any faith in anybody in that receiving core at oh. all. Oh, um, I don't think anybody has any faith in Mariota either. But that's beside the point. Um, Mariota, the balls he's throwing right now are are almost ducks. I mm-hmm. I am not happy with how the balls are coming out of his hand. You see him. That's the that's the, I guess the negative when you get to watch football on Sundays is the fact that you get to see the replays and they they show the slow motion replay and you just watch the garbage throws that he's making. Right. Um, but God, he's it's so bad. You know, it, it's one of those things that you know at the beginning of the year we're like we're going to be terrible. We're going to be terrible because look at the quarterback. Quarterback play continues to be terrible, and the only thing that's kept us in games. Defense has been surprisingly a lot better than what we anticipated, and the run game has been just outstanding. But you've got a, you've got a stat about the run game, too. I, I might be wrong here about the defense, but I think the Falcons have a top 10 defense in the NFL, don't they? I believe they do, yeah. Close to it, yeah. I mean, Mariota's ball handling skills have been pretty terrible. You got you to let – I mean, you get, at some point, you got to let Ritter come in, in in there and handle the balls. I mean, I think he'd be better at it. And, uh, you know, just have faith. Have faith in Pitts and, uh, Pitts and London. And the Falcons, they live and die by the run. And the run this week, they died. They didn't work. Tyler Al- uh, Algier, 50 yards, one tug. Caleb Huntley, 22 yards. Uh, Mariota had a couple yards in there rushing just because of scrambling around. That, that, that's the key. If they, can't, if they can't run the ball, the Falcons can't win. I mean, uh, Mariota's shown that he's not good enough to put the team on his back and win a game. He's a he's a game manager, not a game winner. So, if you can't run the ball, you can't win. Kyle Pitts and Drake London combined for four receptions on six targets for 18 yards. What the hell? What the actual hell? I don't, what, six targets what, between the two of them? Are you serious? What, what are we doing? What are we doing? I don't. These guys are top ten picks, dude. They are supremely talented human beings at football. Why can't, if you don't want to throw the ball downfield as Marcus Mariota or the offensive coordinator, whatever, I understand it, come up with some screens or something. Try to get ingenuitive of how you get them the ball. I, I mean, look what Georgia does with Brock Bowers. Look how many plays they have differently 
to get Brock Bowers the ball. Hell, he runs the ball sometimes. He does. I mean, why not try to do that with, with Pitts or London? I know it's not college football, but get get your talented guys the ball. Figure out a way to get your talented guys the ball. I don't know, man. I, it's frustrating, and that's a, that's another part that, you know, you I, I blame the offensive coordinator, but I also, which is Arthur Smith, but I also blame Mariota. I think I think Arthur Smith looks at Mariota and goes, yeah, there's no reason for Mari, Mariota to be throwing the ball at all. And that's why we run the ball so much. Yeah. I think Arthur Smith is a good head coach, but as an offensive coordinator, man, I want to get somebody else in the building. It's uh, yeah. it's, it's not great on the offense. Joe Burr really picked apart AJ Tur- an A.J. Torellis Falcons secondary, 34 for 42, 481 yards and three tuds. Have we gotten an update on A.J. Terrell's injury? I know he went out, but I don't, I don't no, know how serious it was. That. I haven't heard about that, so I don't know. Okay, and we'll we'll update y'all as soon as we hear something on AJ Terrell. But yeah, I, I haven't seen. It. That's a big, it's a big big part. Um, so yeah, Falcons fall, thirty five seventeen. Not a great weekend, but hey, still tied in the NFC South because nobody wants to win it. Nobody wants to win the NFC South. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So garbage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get some buy and sell, buy or sell uh, college football here. All right, you ready for this, Bryce? Pump it into me, baby. What we got? Buy or sell. Tennessee is a legit national championship contender. Oh, at this moment in time, I'm going to have to buy it because the only test we've seen them in is Bama, and they've won the test. Their passing offense is a tr- or excuse me, their passing defense is atrocious. Uh, they will be tested. I mean, they got some hard games coming up, so they will be tested. A couple weeks, we'll know more. But as it stands right now, week, whatever we're in, nine or whatever, uh, I'm going to buy the Tennessee Volunteers as a legit national championship contender. Okay. Alabama will win the West. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to buy that. I think Alabama has a ton of holes um, that they need to fill quickly, especially the penalties. They have they've racked up more penalties I believe than any Nick Saban coached Alabama team uh, but I still think they win the West I still think they win the West I think they lose one more game somewhere wrong the regular season but they do win the West win a g- game in the or lose a game in the regular season yeah I think they I think they're I think it's a two loss Bama team going into the SEC championship somewhere because I, man the, the penalties they rack up this is I believe this is the most penalized Nick Saban Alabama team ever uh, so yeah, I think they drop one more game, but I do they do win the West. I think Alabama's off this week, but then they go to Baton Rouge, uh, then they go to Starkville. I think no, yeah, Starkville's in Ole Miss, right? No, Starkville's no. Mississippi State. Mississippi State, that's right. Uh, they go to Ole Miss, and then they have Austin P, and then they've got Auburn. That's the final four games of their season. Yeah, LSU's got some LSU's got some momentum after this weekend. Yeah, I, I'd be I'd, I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked if LSU won, but I, you know, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna say they win the West. Georgia finishes with uh rec- zero regular season losses by herself. I'm gonna have to sell this one, man, just because of the gauntlet they have coming up with Tennessee, Florida, Kentucky, and I think there's another hard game in there somewhere. Um I'm, I'm going to have to sell this. I think they drop a game somewhere. I think they drop one game somewhere. 
So cocktail parties this weekend. Right. And they've got Tennessee at Mississippi State. Only uh, at Kentucky, Kentucky and then yeah. home against Georgia Tech. I think they drop one somewhere in there. I, I think they drop somewhere one somewhere in there. And if it's against Tennessee, Georgia might not win the East. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to say they win. They they have at least one one loss, one regular season loss. I don't know where it, where it comes, but that, that's a hard gauntlet, man. That's a hard gauntlet to go through undefeated. It's not going to come to Georgia Tech. I can I can guarantee you that. No. Higher sell TCU who is seven and zero and Oregon who is six and one still have a shot at this at the college football playoff. I'm gonna buy both of those. I'm gonna buy both of those, man. TCU is playing good football and everybody has forgotten about Oregon since that shellacking to begin the season against Georgia, which appropriately showed. So they should have. I mean, they got absolutely shellacked. But since that loss to Georgia, Oregon has looked good. Uh, Oregon could win the Pac-12, and TCU should win the Big Ten or Big 12 or whatever they're called. I don't even know what the conferences are calling themselves anymore. Uh, so TCU should win out West, and or, or Oregon should win out West, and TCU should win in that Midwest Conference, whatever they're calling it now, the Big 36 or you know whatever the new name is. So I'm going to buy both of those. I think TCU and Oregon still have a shot, a legitimately good shot, at the uh, at the college football playoffs. Buy or sell DJ Ungulele has lost his uh, starting job. Yeah, I'm going to buy that. Yeah, I'm buying that. DJ Ungulele looked terrible against Syracuse. They take him out. They bring in old Cuzzy to back up. I forget his name. Uh, and he wins them the game. So I'm buying it. DJ Ungulele has played his last college football game as a starter. I'm surprised that Clemson won that game, to be honest. I am too. They look terrible. Clemson's awful. Clemson is awful. Buy or sell. This is Nick Saban's last year at Bama. Ah, man. I'm going to have to sell this one. I don't think this is not Nick Saban's best team, and I don't think this is how Nick Saban would want to go out. Looking at it from right now, nine weeks in, I don't think this is how Nick Saban's going to want to be remembered at Alabama as his last season as being one of the worst, you know, disciplined teams. Uh, but they could come back and win the national championship. It's Nick Saban and it's Alabama, so anything is possible. But I'm, I'm just going to sell it. Right now, sitting right here, I'm going to sell it. I know we had that report where I don't believe there's any validity behind it uh, that we, we talked about on Friday. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to sell it right now. And our sell is Jimbo Fisher, the most overpaid coach in college football. Bye. Um thousand percent how do i get more stock in this buy 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 i'm taking my entire 401k out and i am purchasing stock in jimbo fisher being the most overrated coach in college football okay no no uh let's get to the marine south scoreboard this weekend in football we will also have a region uh sort of playoff preview breakdown at some point this week on the morning five but uh, Bremen falls to Kulu Creek 14 to 10 uh, in a game that I, I thought they had handled. I thought they were going to handle it. Yeah, I picked I Bremen. Uh, and they fall 14 to 10. So we'll talk about what that does to them in the playoff picture in a couple days. Carrollton beats Westlake 28 to 19 to win. Uh, what what region is that? Do you remember seven? Region 27A. 27A. Uh, so they win region 27A. They beat Westlake 28 to 19. Bryce Hicks. Had 121 yards rushing, three tuds on 29 carries, and his four-yard run with 334 left in the third quarter provided the final margin of victory. From there, Westlake was over three on fourth downs, threw an interception, and never seriously threatened. 
Carrollton star freshman quarterback Juju Lewis had his first tough game of the season so far, going 10 for 25 on passing 123 yards and three interceptions, one return for a touchdown. So the young freshman getting a bit uh, of an of an early playoff test, that you would say. That was on the road, right? That was at Westlake, I believe. Well, at Westlake, yeah. Yeah, so I, that's maybe that's good. Maybe that's good for Julian Lewis to get a road test like that and have a bad game in the regular season and you still won. I've said this. That team goes as Bryce Hicks goes. That kid is amazing. They finished the uh, season this coming Friday against Campbell at home. So Carrollton and Villarica both had the last weekend of the season or bat, last week of the season off. The last regular week. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Creekside, talking about Villarica. Creekside beats Villarica 63 to nothing. And in one of the most cowardly, horrible coaching decisions I've ever seen, uh, the Creekside head coach decides to kick an onside kick up 42 to nothing in the second quarter. Um, one of the, one of the worst. Right. For those yeah. of you who did not see that game or hear the game on Hometown Sports Media, they tried to kick an onside or they kicked an onside kick up 42 to nothing in the second quarter, not second half, yep. second nope. quarter. Yep. Yep. And at no point did Villarica look like they were seriously threatening Creekside. Oh. So there was no point in that. I don't I don't understand that. I don't understand that at all. That was um that was gutless. That was horrible. That was one of the worst coaching things I think I've ever seen in high school football. That was cowardly. Maddest I've seen Casey Bass in a long time. Thought he was going to fight somebody. I did too. I think he was, he was going to fight somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we could have taken. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In softball, some great news. Villarica beats Woodland 13 to four to win go. the Super Regional and head to Columbus. We actually heard that game. We were calling pregame for the Creekside versus Villarica game, and uh, Villarica and Woodland softball was going on about 200, 250 yards away from us, and we could hear the crowd from the softball stadium all the way to the football stadium. Yep, uh, so they were loud. They were very loud. Great support out there for the softball team. I believe they play Wednesday. We will have the uh, the uh, playoff rundown once we get to those days. And Bowden joins Villarica. They join Central, and they join Heard County, and one more team to come in Columbus. Yeah, they beat Marion County 8-1 to to win the Super Regionals and head to Columbus as well. So we had the Lady Red Devils down there vying for a state championship. Uh, and Carrollton falls to Lowndes 5-2 to two in the Super Regionals to end their softball season. Carrollton had some talented girls, man. Yep. Carrollton, that, was, that was one of those teams I, I expected them to be in Columbus as well. Very talented girls down there in, uh, in Carrollton. Just ran out that of hitting was, uh, from yeah, what I was told. That happens. Uh, the hitting just didn't didn't go through. Um, and, you know, you're also – it's it's tough too, and I'm, and I'm not judging uh, Callie Barron at all, but, you know, it's tough when you have one pitcher. Um, you know, and not saying anything against Audrey Lasseter, who was an absolute stud this year, but it's it's different, man. When you have one pitcher, you need to, you need to have at least a couple. You know, give me two or three that can go out there and, and throw some innings. Um, and because it it's tough, it's really think, tough when you only have one. You think she led the state in innings pitched? Uh, dude, I got I got a text with how many innings she pitched. It was unreal. <laughs> Uh, and then in softball on Saturday, Bremen joins Villarica, Bowden Central, and Hurt County as they beat Monroe area 2-1 to one to win the Super Regionals and head to Columbus. So for anybody that is keeping count, that is five softball teams that our area has down in Columbus in the Elite Eight. All five have a chance to win a state title. And from uh, what my buddy said, I've been texting him a little bit about softball, all five have a legit 
good shot at winning a state championship. They're all actually lost to Monroe area in the first game and then yes. ended up winning the second game. Yep. So, two to one too. You yeah. know, that's a go to a do or die uh, game two and win two to one in volleyball. Bremen falls to white County three to nothing. Carrollton falls to Hillgrove three to nothing. Those are state playoffs. So that does end their season. Uh, but Heard County beats Quitman County three to nothing to continue their playoff push. Temple beats Brooks County three to two, also keeping on in the playoffs. And Villarica beats Winderboro uh, three to two to keep their playoffs alive as well in the in the state playoffs. That was for you, Matt Ridgeway. And on the Stumpet Games and Events calendar, we have nothing tonight. No, no high school. This is sort of the dead period in high school where we don't have a lot going on. Volleyball's in the playoffs, so it's sporadic games here and there. Softball's in the playoffs, sporadic games here and there. And then high school football is on Friday night. So nothing on the Stumpet Games and Events calendar for Basketball tonight. Basketball begins in about two or three weeks. Let's go. So, and the immortal uh, words of Patty Mack. Audrey, uh, Audrey Lasseter, the Carrollton pitcher, 31 games started, 164 and two-thirds innings. 800 batters face. Oh my god. She That's had a crazy. 29 ERA and a 165 whip. Yeah, give it to me. Give it to me. That's awesome. Especially in softball, man, where those fields are like the, the fences, the you know, the center field fence is like 30 feet from home plate. That's a that's a great those are great stats. Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? Indeed, sir. Indeed I do. This one's almost empty. Oh, all right, another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. The Bryce Harper, you know him, one of those good, guys. Good at baseball. Uh, Bryce Homer Homer powers the Phillies past the Padres and into the NL or excuse me into the World Series. Unreal. If Unreal. you haven't seen Bryce Harper's playoff numbers, I suggest you go look at them because they are it's nuts. Unreal. He's hitting like 420. I mean, his slash numbers are nuts, man. Uh, so, I, unlike most Braves fans, I am a Bryce Harper fan. I know most Braves fans hate Bryce Harper. I like Bryce Harper, so I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him and the Phils. You know, there's a couple guys in the Phillies I like, and uh, Bryce Harper plays the game the right way. And if he was a Brave, everybody would love him in Atlanta. And on the other side, uh, the Astros swept the Yankees, and the so it'll be a Padres. Excuse me, it'll be a Phillies. Astros World Series, and yeah. let's let's not forget. I'm pretty sure Washington beat the Astros in 2019 to win the World Series, right? Yep, they did. And then the Braves won last year. Did they play? Oh, that would be the cheating Strohs. Oh, that's right. It was the Astros. Yeah, the trash then, can bangers. So the Phillies get the Astros. This is the third time in the last four years that the Padres uh, have, or excuse me, the NL East teams have beaten or have gone against the Astros. Give me the fighting fills. Give me the fighting fills of Philadelphia. Come on, let's go. Let's uh, the Pelicans, New Orleans Pelicans, lose Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson to injury in in their loss. Dude, this guy cannot stay healthy, man. I don't. He is so entertaining to watch, but he cannot stay healthy. It is so disheartening. I don't. I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know what they're gonna do with Zion. I mean, that, that sucks. It just sucks. It sucks. He's so injury prone. Uh, because he is he's vastly talented and immensely entertaining, but he can't stay healthy. Games, can't stay on the court, dude. I, that sucks. It sucks. It sucks for New, uh, New, uh, New England. Uh, Orleans. New Orleans. Hello. Yeah, that's where the Pelicans are at. Sucks. Sucks for him. 
Three-point shooting sinks the Lakers again. Russell Westbrook was benched late. Dude, that, that Lakers team is in some deep water. They are not good. The The Lakers team is... They're not good. They're... Uh, they might miss the playoffs, man. They're not a very good team right now. trading LeBron? I, you can't. The, the salary's too high. I mean, the, the Nets couldn't offload uh, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's in his prime more than LeBron is. I mean, yeah. the Lakers the Lakers can't trade LeBron or Westbrook, and Westbrook's the issue. So, I mean, Lakers are 0-3 right now, and they just they can't shoot threes right now. That's the best formula to win with LeBron is to surround him with shooters, and they can't shoot right now. So I don't know what they're going to do, honestly, man. They're, they are between a rock and a hard place. Tom Brady says no one feels good about where the Buccaneers are at. Yeah. Well, where I, the Buccaneers he, were last honestly, Friday was practice. I think he I think he is wrong in that statement, honestly. Falcons well, fans feel great about where the Buccaneers are at. I mean, honestly. No no Bucks player, Bucks fan feels good about where they're at. Um but like I said, where they were last Friday was they were at practice, Tom Brady, while you were at Robert Kraft's wedding. Uh, so have fun, have fun with your wedding. If you want, if you wanted to do that, stay retired. If you wanted to go to people's weddings during the football season, stay retired. I swear to you, man, if, if somebody would have yelled at me after not being at practice on Friday, broken jaw right there. We'd have played with our backup. I don't know who the hell the backup is in Tampa Bay, but he would have been playing. I'd have knocked the avocado ice cream right out of Tom Brady's mouth. Jets Brees Hall is dealing with a likely ACL injury, which sucks so bad because Brees Hall was one of the bright spots of the Jets team. Tearing it up this season, man, as a rookie too. He was on my he was on my fantasy team, so I followed Brees Hall pretty closely. Um, and and yeah, I mean, he was he was one of my top guys for rookie of the year this year. He had 463 yards, uh, four tuds on 80. I mean, he was averaging almost six yards per attempt, 66 yards per game. He and it looked like he was like in the past couple of games like he was turning it up. He was getting, he was figuring it out. Um, that sucks, man. I hate, I hate to see a rookie go down like that. Finally, today in 1996, the last game at Atlanta Fulton County Stadium. Yeah, we won't talk about what happened in that game, uh, but it was the last game played in uh, Fulton County Stadium in 1996. Fun fact: that was the uh, first stadium I ever saw a baseball game in was Atlanta Fulton County Stadium when I was four. So that would have been '93. I think somewhere around there. Golden so. County and then moved on to Turner Field, then moved on to the TP. The TP. I don't remember um, who we played. I want to yeah. say it was the Mets. I think we were playing the Mets my first game. I don't remember. All I remember was we were sitting up in the nosebleeds, and to get up the nosebleeds in Fulton County Stadium, it was about a six hour walk on the causeway. Oh, so was- I remember. Dude, I remember walking up and up and up, and I'm like, are we going to a blimp? Where the hell are our seats at? So, yeah, Atlanta Fulton County Stadium is now an apartment complex. So, you, I don't even know if the wall's there anymore. So, Bryce, you got anything else? Nah, man, let's get out of here on Monday. Let's do it. That's it for the morning five for Monday, October 24th, 2022. Thanks for guys for listening. We will talk to you all next uh, on Tuesday. Uh, same time, same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors.